We Like Dota is brought to you with the generous support of our patrons. I don't have the list anymore because we suspended our Patreon. We Like Dota, episode 402, starts now. Welcome, everyone, to We Like Dota, episode 402. It is after the International 12 in 2023, and I am joined by two people who saw it in person. I have Charlene. Hello, it me. I saw it in person. Charlene saw it in person, and two. Hey, I also saw it in person. <laughs> two also saw it in person. I refer to you as two for the purposes of this podcast. Are you, is that acceptable? Yep. I will probably still refer to Bay as Bay. That's also fair. I know. I was going to call him Bay, and then <laughs> it was just going to be very confusing, especially for people who tune in, uh, and this is their first episode. So we're back. Uh, I don't know uh, how frequently we're going to be here, but we want to talk about the international and the state of the game. Dota is uh, in a really interesting place right now, uh, and I think we uh, we just wanted to talk about it. I think it's going to be very cool. Um, do you want to start off uh, with your thoughts, or should I give my th- – I feel like I have fewer thoughts, so I'll just open up with some Dota feelings. All thoughts are valid, but yeah, I, I agree with you opening up. Yeah, I, I, I agree that all thoughts are valid. I just think I have – Fewer of them. (laughs) I've put less thought into it than you all have. Um, So yeah, Dota Feelings. We traveled uh, to... The house of Titus Andromedon, uh, member of the Discord, uh, the best man at my wedding. And we were joined by a number of other people, uh, Ursinity from the Fourth Spirit podcast, Sam Trilling from this podcast, uh, Nick Uranium Heart Cease from Bottle Crow Reborn podcast, uh, Greg from like all the podcasts, and uh, Chris uh, who came, who flew in from Detroit, Charlene wow. too, to go to Bob's fiftieth uh, birthday party. Happy birthday, Bob! Happy birthday, Bob! Happy birthday, Bob! Was yeah, it's like a round. It's a round. Then was Chris's flight like all? Was it a surprise for Bob? Was it part of like any kind of present or anything, or was this all talked about and kosher? Uh, I it, it was talked about. We <laughs> okay. we figured it all out. He. Did not purchase uh, airfare <laughs> without Bob expecting it. Okay. Yeah. yeah no. Nah, he, he flew Spirit. I don't know one of those like bootleg airlines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And he said he had a, a really nice flight. So you know, credit to them. Uh, Detroit Airport is very nice. I've been there. <laughs> uh, we all. I slept in a tent at the Bob National. Yeah. Yeah, we weren't sure if we had enough beds. And since I lived like 15 minutes from Bob's house, I just brought a tent and a sleeping bag. 
And you slept outside, I guess? Yeah, it was like really nice weather. Cool. Yeah, Nick Uranium Heart from Bottle Crow set up my tent. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, hey, you know, I know, yeah, Nick is great. I'm like, hey, you know your way around a tent, right? I'm like, oh, can you start on this while I start prepping the food? And then, and then like, and 15 minutes done. later, he just comes back in. He's like, okay, it's all set up. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's, like, staked in the ground. There's, like, two layers. It was, it was awesome. Wow. Uh, so that went well. We had uh, a bunch of food. I made peri-peri chicken. Have you ever heard this? Like, Is that the stuff they make in Nando's? Yes. Yeah, okay. We've had- I've never had yeah. Nando's, so I have no idea if this was like it or not. I've never had not Nando's, so I can't say what the yeah. whole spectrum is. Uh-oh. We're on one side, you're on the other. We have yeah, two hey. mutually exclusive Harry Perry experiences here. <laughs> I think we can all agree that it was delicious, though. I can't remember this um, food. I don't think we liked it that much, honestly. <laughs> or at least Nando's, specifically. Which I normally hear very good things about. It's why we tried it. But we thought it was kind of dry. So if yours well, wasn't, wasn't dry, then you're good. No, it wasn't dry. The flavor's um, great. Yeah, the flavor was all right. It could use some more salt, but I undersalt everything, so that's fine. You could always just put salt on after. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did that, and then Sam Trilling shows up, and Sam Trilling uh, is a baker boy. He shows up with like an entire commercial tray of um, pitas that he had just baked <laughs> wow. that morning. Whoa. Nice. And like three quarts of hummus that he had made. <laughs> oh my God. We just like gorged on hummus and they were so good. <laughs> yeah, that sounds amazing. We were just sitting there watching the International, just eating all this, this, these pitas and hummus, and everybody brought, you know, beer from their part of the world. Chris brought beer from Michigan. Mm. He checked it in a bag. <laughs> I haven't checked a bag in like a decade. <laughs> but he checked some beer. We had that. Uh, we played a bunch of games of Dota. Uh, this guy Bristleback seems very good. That was uh, that was one game we played near the end where Bristle wasn't banned. <laughs> Just like Ti, I see. Yeah, right. Like every game, Bristle's banned. And then like the final game we're playing, kind of before we're packing up our computers because we all brought our computers and we played games. Um, he somehow made it through the ban phase. I'm like, all right, well, I have to pick him, so he'll probably be double-picked. And he wasn't. Whoa. You and were then, the chosen yeah. one. Yeah. Then, you like, actually you got to win. play the hero. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you just get to win. Because you hit T, and the opposing team dies. Um, but that was pretty fun. It was fun playing all the games and doing goofy stuff. Uh, Nick did pure jungle chaos <laughs> night. Um Nick Nick tends to pick unusual heroes, right? Yeah, yeah. So at one point, he went to the restroom, and then the queue popped. And it was my... So this is my Dota feeling, is deep, deep satisfaction. I ran over to Nick's computer, and I got to pick his hero. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I actually know what Nick is going to play. I actually wasn't playing that game. I was getting everyone coffee and drinks. Um, but I picked him Chaos Knight because, mm. I mean, you know, y'all watch the International. Yep. Yeah. And Nick loves Chaos Knight. And so he comes back from the bathroom, like, you're playing Chaos Knight. As confrontational as that was. 
and then he just jungled from like level one. <laughs> He's like, I think this is going to work. Um, and like, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> and like, the point was, you know, once the game hit 30 minutes, you still had a chaos night. Yeah. yeah. We won. Nice. But, um, yeah, it was fun. We had a lot of we had a good time, and it was just hanging out, watching the international, staying up too late, uh, getting New Jersey pizza, got some Jersey Mike subs. Uh, all I talk about is the food because that's the best part. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk and about the food too. Don't worry. Good. Good. The food and friends oh, are our wait. two main things. Yes. All right. Uh, so those are my feelings. Deep satisfaction of being able to pick Nick's hero. Um, where did? Uh, how about you, Charlene? Let's see. Um, my Dota feelings are all just TI oriented because I haven't played any Dota in a while. I Have think you played I played since TI. I haven't. I haven't played okay. since TI, and I think even leading up to TI, I maybe played like a couple of games here or there. Um, but let's see. My Dota feelings are that. Um, they're very, they're very strong. I just, I just need to find the words to, to express oh them. Oh my! Oh my! Yeah, yeah. Uh, What's happening I, here? I feel um, neutral about Dota. I think that there's. That's not a strong feeling. <laughs> <laughs> she feels strongly neutral about I, Dota. I, yeah. I am. Yeah. I like. I think it only falls on neutral because I think there's so much. There's so many possible feelings about the game like i think that the part of the reason i stopped playing was a shared feeling from bay but just that the games were starting to get a little bit too uh stale with the same spirit breakers and wraith kings in the off lane that was not fun (laughs) so like that's that's one spectrum of it but then there's the other spectrum of it where we were at an international and just like getting to nerd out and um one fun little anecdote was that one crew of people who were staying in the hyatt they were in room 322 do you know that meme i do yeah so it was just nice to be able to like bring that up with other people and have them already generally know what you're talking about i was surprised that not everyone knew that meme Dude, no one knew the meme no uh gary knew really? it. did gary know yeah it? okay good gary someone in the it. room knew <laughs> okay, it okay gary <laughs> gary knew it let's go gary uh others did not i'm not gonna shame them but <laughs> oh, too. okay no you're good <laughs> <laughs> others did but no just like that going to a, a random pizza place oh not so random but like a pizza place that was a few blocks away from the arena later and just running into people who are there at the same event so like I don't know, at its core, the fact that Dota is a fun game that appeals to lots of people and, you know, fosters this kind of thing. Remembering, being re-reminded of the fact that Bay and I met through Dota because we got to, like, (laughs) tell a few people that um, and, like, share in the experience. Like, yeah, so spectrums. Uh, But then averaging that out, I think it comes to neutral. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like meeting the love of my life. And, and then Spirit Breaker against, in every goddamn yep, game. Yep. Just about. They, they, they really do balance each other. Do. You don't know how bad this cow has been, man. <laughs> yep. Hey, what are your what are your feelings? Yeah, too. What do you think? Uh, I I echo a lot of that. 
the Spirit Breaker actually broke us a lot earlier. I think about a month ago, we versed it for the first time, and we had a game where I was playing Sven up like 150 CS. Like everything was going perfectly. The enemy team we were at their high ground, and then Spirit Breaker hit one timing, and we could not win the game. He was one v fiving us from the mid lane. And this was before Ugh. we saw any pros start picking it, so we thought it was just some guy who figured something out. But then when we hit the international and we started seeing everyone pick it up really early and actually prioritize that hero, we knew there was something wrong with it. But then on top yeah. of that, we hit all the offlaners with their Heart of Trask and their Blade Mail. And that was bad enough, but you could avoid them. Then they showed up in the mid lane, and then you had both offlane and mid lane with Heart of Trask and Blade Mail. And the game just stopped being fun. To the point where two weeks before we went to TI, I just said I wanted to step away because I was getting frustrated with the game and I really wanted to be excited for it. So I just needed mm-hmm. to stop thinking about the meta and stop letting it ruin my days. And then when we got to just see the professionals play around with the meta. It was actually really fun to watch. So there was that like flip side of it. of When I'm not the one dealing with it, I get to watch other people versus the space cow. I was cheering on the space cow. <laughs> it was really hype to watch in a lot of games. I found it. Yeah, were, were you were you like vicariously traumatized by that one RTZ game where like he they were winning and then like Space Cow just like won everything by just bashing him over and over and over again and then lost. <laughs> I mean that was kind of Spotify's entire thing at this tournament, right? Like Shopify. they had <laughs> oh, Spotify, <laughs> Shopify. <laughs> yeah, they, I mean seeing that moment being having my Canadian brother get beat down by the same thing that oh. beat me and then get eliminated early on to the tournament, it hurt. It definitely hurt. And, and Shopify is one of Canada's uh, most fast-growing technology <laughs> services companies. I got offered a job at Shopify before I went to go back to school, actually. No kidding. Yeah. And I had no idea what I it was. I did not even know what Shopify was. Neither did and I. Ray, our Canadian teammate, was like, oh, they're a big company over here. I still don't think I've ever actually used them. I'm just like fully aware of them now because of their website and because of RTC's team. Right. And uh, just building on, uh, our, I think this will probably be the last bit I mentioned about RTC's team, but uh, Storm Spirit went undefeated in the international, and Abed played Storm Spirit zero times. <laughs> wow. I didn't know either yeah. of those stats. That's actually insane. Damn. Yeah. That's tragic. Yeah. Definitely be interesting to see what kind of roster shuffles come up. I haven't been watching much of, like, the Dota 2 subreddit where they usually discuss those things, and I'm not on social media for it, but I'm excited to hear when big rosters are announced again because it sounds like a lot of people are going to be doing shakeups after this year. No one really got the results they wanted except for Spirit. Yeah, I I saw... um... There's some like SEA things happening, but nothing, uh, nothing big in the Western scene. I guess Zai is is quasi retiring, mm-hmm. and then uh, we'll see what happens to Quincy Crew. Yeah. What do you say we move on to the news? Sure. Efficient segue. All right. So the news is obviously TI, the TI experience. I want to hear your stories about what happened. Uh, We could talk about the game state as it's played, what we expect in terms of changes. 
Uh, and then we can uh, talk a little bit about the new hero that was teased. I want to know if you guys have any theories about it. I was not even aware that there was a new hero until like Tuesday morning after because I didn't watch whatever point when they mm-hmm. announced it. Yeah. Um, and no one was really talking about it. But, all right, so T.I., uh, just to, to let our listeners know, Team Spirit won T.I. Again. Yeah. Second, the second team time. to win the second time. Yep. And I thought what was especially wholesome is that the first T.I. that they won, right, was completely virtual. They didn't have a live audience. And oh, yeah. it, it felt it felt nice that this time that they were able to fully soak in the crowd the cheering for them. And, yeah. yeah, just the energy in the arena. Yeah, they, yeah, that's great. they actually created specific energy for uh, Yatoro when he held up the Aegis. Um, they started a, a little Yatoro, Yatoro chant, and it, and it went around the stadium, and that was, that was a magical it moment. It was so cool. Yeah. I, I, like, I started it, I started hearing a few people in front of me do it, and then I started kind of slowing down as I heard it just start carrying around the arena, and then it, like, everyone at once, it started to just blow up. And it was as loud as any cheer we had heard. It was so cool. Oh, wait, wait. So you started the Yatoro cheer? Yeah. Yeah. If, if you watch it back <laughs> on the VOD, you can hear one person who's just saying, Yatoro, Yatoro. And that was me. Oh, you're immortalized. Yeah, we got it clipped and everything. We save it just so I can look back on it. It was such a cool <laughs> moment. I, I always yeah, wanted definitely. to, like, leave some kind of, like, print on... I don't know, a Twitch stream or something, and it felt like that was the one, because he's my favorite carry. I love this kid. He's such a pure-hearted little Russian boy, just playing his best Dota. He's fantastic. So I'm, I'm really glad. In the VOD, you see him look around as he's getting, like, the adoration. His face just lights up. Oh, and you did that. Yeah. You had you played some role in, in his face lighting up. That's so sweet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you said he's your favorite carry. Uh, I know Ame was your favorite, and I know Ame is Yatoro's favorite. Yeah, oh, another sweet moment of his. He has Ame's name in his tag that got immortalized with this year's TI, so now Ame's name is technically on the Aegis. Aww. Because he went by Yatoro Ame, and yeah, like you said, he he looks up to Ame as his favorite, so. Oh, that's what that Chinese character was. Yeah, I didn't know until afterwards. Oh, okay. What do you think about that? Do you think that's, like, stolen valor? I don't know. Like, I feel like a, a hockey player would be like very upset if if his name ended up on the Stanley Cup, but he hadn't won it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It might be different if like that person got really close and then retired, and they like didn't feel they would ever have a hope of getting it. Maybe yeah. I don't know. Oh, I was just curious. Interesting. Uh, how was any particular memories that you have, Charlene? Hmm. I mean, that the end was a big one. I think that final day yeah. in all of it was a big memory just because uh, we <laughs> there were personal things going into it. So we intended to wake up really early to wait in line with other people. Um, the night before, my phone just completely died and... When I plugged it in, I, I was staying at a friend, so I went to go and plug it in, and I, I didn't check, like, okay, but is it plugged in? Uh, so actually, the next morning, my alarm didn't go off, and the morning ended up being a scramble because we missed the, the group lineup. I, I had planned out to get donuts for everyone from this other place that got recommended, and 
we were gonna, you know, nerd it out, <laughs> sit in the, the the crisp Pacific Northwest uh, fall morning together and uh, wait, but then just ended up having to, um, yeah, I guess use other people's alarms that did that did work <laughs> and uh, right off the back of that. But anyways, um, the seats we got were amazing, just like so good. Actually, yeah, we were eye level um, on the side where the Aegis is, so we really got to see kind of everything with no neck craning or anything. Oh, nice. Um, like, kind of central to it. And that, just that last day of um, rooting for... I, I was rooting for Gaiman, and then after that, I was like, you know, these two teams are great. I want to see how it goes. Um, yeah. And then Team Spirit just kind of showed how good they are. Uh, wow. ha- there's been has there been another three O in a TI? Yeah, there actually, has, last right? year. Last year. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh right. Okay, okay but um, Tundra were also like so calculated. It was fun watching them. Was that the old? So it's only yeah. these last two years. Um, I think there was one other year. I don't remember if it was TI four or another. I believe one. four was a three O. Yeah, that was the Wings? the awkward one. No, that was uh, newbie versus. Oh, newbie. I don't remember who uh, they were saying. IG? I think they, they either IG. I think it was IG. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, that was that was one of the... I remember specifically feeling that was one of the worst years as it was happening. Maybe VG. Yeah. Um, maybe it was VG. It might have been VG. VG no, no, it was VG? IG. Because I think VG got... Anyways, it doesn't matter. Long time ago. 3-0. Yeah. 3-0, anyways. Yeah. yeah, so it was our third 3-0. Yeah, and like... Uh, although that meant less Dota, it was a highlight just seeing peak dota performance because really i (laughs) i gotta say i until that last day i was such a team spirit hater i don't have any reason for not liking Hmm. team spirit i just even from ti10 i remember (laughs) dusting all their cards because i was like i don't i don't know anything about this team while they were still in the tournament (laughs) yeah the year they won she's like i don't care about these guys (laughs) just starts dusting them all so funny um and I think I just kind of rode that same feeling of like, oh, yeah, sure, people say they're good, but still, I don't know anything about them. But probably just having the little clips in the middle, um, being reminded of just how big the Collapse Magnus was in TI-10, because he got it in one of these <laughs> yeah. games, and he was like, how is this hero so good? Like, we've, we've been seeing Magnus get picked up, but in this offlaner's hands, it's just magic. I just slowly turned. I, I became a team spirit believer and, and, right. I, and a Yatara lover and <laughs> um, a Maposhka worshiper. <laughs> so, Mira Stan. Mira Stan, yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, just, just all the finals was, was a huge highlight. In terms cool. of did like, did you guys great, watch the previous day too? We sorry, we did. Yeah, uh, I was we going to say that that we was like the highlight for the pure game Dota experience of the weekend. Yeah, but other highlights were definitely just getting to fucking meet people, the TI <laughs> stuff. Yeah, yeah, we got to meet up with a lot of really cool people, both from the We Like Dota community directly, and also just some friends we had from Dota who were going. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Have you yeah, ever been to Jubu. that stadium? I have been to Seattle. I've like walked around Climate Blade Arena. I've never seen an event in it. Mm. It was very interesting. Like the whole technology aspect of even just the food was just fantastic. You could just walk out. Everything was automated. 
Like, the people in the back were just, like, throwing out burgers, throwing out Chinese food. You didn't ask for anything. They just put out trays. You grabbed your stuff and you walked out. And then Amazon's cameras would just charge your wallet, basically. It's kind of scary and dystopian, but also very efficient. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know any of that. Yeah. No, it was, it was like, crazy fancy, but also, like, it felt really weird. Yeah. And, like, in the city or, uh, I guess, suburban area, we passed by, like an amazon grocery store so i think it's a similar Mm -hmm. concept where you you at the front of the store when you walk in you scan in um and then you just go through the store and pick up whatever you want and you just leave you don't actually interact with anyone yeah wow that's weird yep yeah i get i still get freaked out when like i request an email receipt and i pay for something with my credit card and then i get an email (laughs) I'm like, how did I get an email? They know. How is it linked to my credit card? They yeah. know everything. Yeah, and like then, yeah, this is like a Neil Stevenson novel or something. Yeah. yeah. If we didn't already have an Amazon account, I would have felt a lot more uncomfortable giving them my details because you know that that's going like straight <laughs> to their data banks and going into ads and everything else. But I mean, they already had our shit. So. <laughs> this man eats burgers. <laughs> <laughs> he eats burgers. Sell him ground beef. Sell him cheese. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's like those those like CVS knows when people get pregnant. Yeah. Mm. Oh, and also it should go without saying ridiculously yeah. expensive. All the food oh, there yeah. was like insane. Oh, really? It was like six dollars like USD for a box of peanut M Ms and it wasn't a big box yeah. or anything. And that's just like the baseline. You're paying like seventeen to twenty six dollars for a single piece of food there. It's insane. Was it good? Uh eh. It was okay. I mean, it was it was convenient. It was some of them. Some of them were decent, but most of it was just kind of good. None of it was bad. Well, the fries were pretty bad. The fries were pretty bad. bad fries. Yeah, they they called them like BC chips, and I think it made like baked something, baked crisp maybe. But they were like potato chip, and in all the worst ways, like super dry, super crunchy. Ah, yeah. No, yeah, we ate, we had ours was better. Yeah. Now, when you were describing your food, I was like, honestly, the one of the biggest things I like about TI is just gathering up with a bunch of people and just doing your own Super Bowl. Just everyone brings snacks and you just kind of yeah. eat the whole time and have a great time. I really do think that's the best way to enjoy TI. Yeah, I went to Lidl. Do you guys have Lidl's out there? No. It's like this German Oh, L-I-D-L? I saw it in Europe. Yeah, we don't have it here, though. It's weird. Like, everything's cheap. The store's always empty. <laughs> like, in, in terms of people. Like, no one's ever there. You could buy, like, groceries and drill bits. <laughs> and uh, I bought a bunch of uh, ironic uh, snacks there. And I brought them to the Bob International. Nice. What kind of ironic like, snacks? Uh, there was, like, this this kind of cookie that had, like, a female pirate on the front. Okay. And they were... They had d- devoted a lot of shelf space to these cookies. Uh, and so I bought one of those uh, and we all ate them. And then they had, I got German generic brand uh, Lucky Charms because they were less than a third of the price of name brand Lucky Charms. I thought they can't be that much worse. And I don't think they were, but no one else ate the Lucky Charms. Mm-hmm. I ended up eating like, a lot of Lucky Charms. 
You're telling me you guys like Lucky Charms? Yeah, I mean, if if they're available, they're amazing, if I can have right? a bowl, I will absolutely have me some marshmallows and styrofoam. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm never gonna buy it because I don't want to like subsist on it. The but last like time I was in America, I saw they had Fruit Loops with marshmallows. And I was like, well, I, I get the version with the marshmallows if I'm in America, right? And I tried it. I was like, this yeah. is objectively worse than the Fruit Loops on their own for some reason. The marshmallows do not work with the fruit, but it works with the styrofoam pieces of Lucky Charms. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't know. I mean, they've just, like, perfected you it. Need, okay. and you need then, a bland uh, canvas to be able to highlight the, the mushroom, the mushroom, marshmallow pieces. <laughs> 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 the colored mushrooms of Lucky Charms. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, and then Bob bought this Ego stuff. Did you? Oh, I was this? reading that. Yeah, so it's like a sipping alcohol of some sort. It's called Ego Brunch in a Jar Appalachian Sipping Cream. Okay. It is grotesque. <laughs> it is horrible. What is Appalachian so like, Sipping Cream? What, yeah, what is Sipping Cream? It's sort of eggnogish. Uh, the nose is distinctly astringent. Like, you take a smell and it, it like, gets in your sinuses <laughs> in a very unpleasant way. It's like wasabi. I took one sip and, like, threw out the rest of the cup. <laughs> Greg drank some of it. Whoa. Uh, other people put it in coffee as, like, a, a substitute for Bailey's. I have no mm. idea what Bailey's up would be so like maybe bailey's tastes terrible if you take a sip of it too although bailey's doesn't say sipping literally on the packaging (laughs) people i mean some people i put in scare quotes uh some of the people at the party said it wasn't that bad um but it was definitely the worst thing it's definitely the worst thing i've tasted this calendar year if not you know farther beyond that damn yeah. <laughs> horrible <laughs> pour one out for the ego literally just just pour it out and i like egos you know it's a good you just don't want to sip them. them no not with like god like god knows what kind of liquor was in that <laughs> anyway i'm like i'm like re-traumatizing myself like we can't go back there it's okay i hope this is helping you process the trauma <laughs> yeah we gotta get sam we gotta get the sam the flat pirate on with his social work yeah. background to, to help me through this this challenging period um all right so we talked a little bit about the game uh and and the the dreadful kind of game state that you all were encountering before i'm trying to think of my experience with the game before I think because Titus Andromedon always picks Spirit Breaker, that I just didn't get hit with Spirit you, Breaker you're much. You're subject to it. Fair. What about the Kunkas? Yeah, like, what about the Wraith Kings? No Kunkas. Ra- Ra- Offly and Wraith King is an abomination, and yes. I uh-huh. will not acknowledge it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> if If that gets my boy nerfed in some way, I will forever hold it against, uh, I don't know, whoever it was that popularized it. Gaiman and everyone at some point. Oh, that that dude from, uh, who was Ace? Ace, yeah. Yeah, Ace. Ace, like, 
He just goes like shoe radiance. Yep. Yep. I'm like, child, please. Ch- like, child, please. What are you even doing up there in the off lane, man? That's a carry, and uh, I love him, but you can't do that to me. Mm. That's that kind of like sums up my thoughts on the game state. Is I I I've had to deal with a lot of anxiety around it lately. So, Cordazzle, uh, many of you may know, I've always been an aficionado of Cordazzle. Uh, it is, I believe it has prompted bans from some of my stackmates, so I would not pick it if I'm playing mid, even in <laughs> prior metas with prior uh, uh, details for the hero. And now, like, it's actually cool and good. Yeah. They finally did and it. And it's just always banned. <laughs> yeah. At TI and, it's gonna and be in banned. our clubs. Yeah, and it's going to be banned until they patch it, and I'm not going to actually have a chance to play him uh, until he gets nerfed, and then I'll play him, and then Greg will complain about me again <laughs> for picking Dazzle. Uh, so I'm afraid of that. This Dark Willow business, mm-hmm. I would like your, your I would like to, to hear your opinion on that too, because when I first saw Shiro playing Dark Willow Carry, I thought, oh no, they're going to they're going to nerf Dark Willow Carry somehow. Right and famously, Prater, our mid player uh, for WLDL, is like a he's like a level thirty Dark Willow guy, and he play he solely plays at mid, and he does this like absurd Smurf build of like Blink Moonshard, <laughs> 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 like Blink Blink Ags Moonshard, yeah, and it's so much fun to play with, and I love Dark Willow. She was like my first gold hero, and if they nerf her i'm terrified of it uh the wraith king again i just don't like so many of the heroes that i really enjoy like grimstroke all of a sudden got good mm-hmm. yeah and like i really like playing grimstroke Grim. and i'm like oh man are they gonna like bomb him out i think it was his change to ink swell that put him over the top that seems to be what people really focused in on yeah and then, like, Rubik wasn't picked at all. Is he going to get buffed? Like, no, they never buff Rubik. I don't know. But but let me hear, like, if you have thoughts on Dark Willow carry. Um, because at first, Shiro was, like, owning with it. And then everyone else who tried it failed. Yeah, well, that's basically it, right? Like, Shiro picked it up. It was clearly an invention of his own. He was the only one wanting to pull it out for TI. And the team played around it very specifically for late game because they knew that the Mm. real power spike was around level 20. So they had no interest in really fighting with him until, like, level 30. So he was able to get a Midas and just hang out in his upper jungle or lower jungle, depending on which side he was on. But he would basically just mm-hmm. go off into the woods, never come back after lane, and his team would just fight without him. He'd rarely show up, but then once he did, with the Aghanims, with some attack speed, they would just start sieging nonstop. And I thought it was so interesting, because you expect that W to do so much damage in team fights, and it does. It melts people. But in pro, you're so smart that you know not to fight outside of your base with it, so they all just kind of sat on their high ground, and then it showed just how good it is at turreting down your turrets. The amount of damage you were able to do from range and then just not be in any trouble was insane. Yeah. So it was very interesting, and when I first saw it, I thought, like, oh, this is a pocket pick for LGD. It's going to do good for them, but I did not expect to see everyone else go like, yeah, I could probably play that. And then just not be able to. 
Like, every <laughs> yeah. team that tried was like, oh, wait, we picked it, and we picked it because we know it works and that it was good, but they either didn't play around their timings, they didn't play with, like, the right play style when they were in team fights. Like, God right. bless his soul, there was a game where Arteezy picked it, they had everything <laughs> going for him, they gave him the space, yeah. and then one team fight, he just goes into melee range, just unexplicably the things he was trying to hit were visible based on his primal beast that was standing right in front of them but he just got too close all three of the enemy cores jumped on him and popped him and that was the game that that was the fight that made them lose the game yeah so you saw stuff like that like i elimination too or that was that was part of their elimination series it wasn't the game they got eliminated with but it was part of their series yeah they they absolutely could have won that game if they just didn't lose that fight and took one maybe two high ground fights i think they had it they they were very far ahead mm-hmm. so yeah there was a lot of teams that picked it up i think maybe one other team actually won with it out of like the five or six times it got picked up as carry that yeah. weren't shiro but it uh yeah i'd be very surprised if we saw her get nerfed on that because it really did show as someone who is especially good at it who built around their team with it Right. But then everyone else, I, I just, I couldn't understand why that was the carry other people saw. And they're like, oh, we should pick that up too. It just kind of surprised me. Like I, I saw the specter that made a lot of sense. A lot of the meta carries right. were getting picked up. But the only other hero we saw pop up later that was kind of interesting was Weaver. He started getting picked up because of Liquid. Mm. And then he got carried into the finals with Spirit and Spirit played him. And I think even Gaiman played him. I think either there was some four and there was a lot of one with Weaver. But it was very similar, where like no one was playing it. One team picked it up, and then everyone's like, "Oh yeah, this is a really good hero. Let's use this hero." Yeah, yeah, Weaver seems to be very good. Yeah, he really came out of nowhere. Like he hasn't been buffed or nerfed in a while. He's got a good set of farming techniques now with his shard. He just walks through a wave and right clicks once, and he's good to go. He has a really, really good power spike at 25 that people play for but he can fight a lot earlier than say a dark willow where he can start fighting around like 15 so i don't know he just seems to be doing like now people are playing with pubs he's doing really well too he was just kind of a sleeper hero yeah i have like this theory about the game tell me if this makes any sense because you two are much better than me at dota and you've thought a lot more about video games like design and stuff than i have but like the previous meta was like everyone buys BKB. And then there was the meta where everyone just went like Vanguard into Octarine. Right? And now people are still doing like Midas Octarine, Heart, Blade Mail, like mm-hmm. stuff that doesn't, stuff that just lets you do your spells or use your spells more often. And not like. Like, Alchemist is terrible because he gets items quicker, but his and his spells make him get items quicker, but it doesn't matter because the only items anyone's buying are the things that let them do their spells. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this makes any sense, but I was just thinking about that because, they're like, you just buy Octarine on every hero. You just buy Midas on every hero. So you can get to your spells, your high-level spells quicker or your high-level uh, talents quicker. You get Octarine so you can do them more often. You get PKB so you can do them when you're, instead of being disabled. Yeah, no, it's an interesting shift to pick up on. I don't mean to 
call in like a blasphemous name into this, but League of Legends has cooldown reduction oh, so as a very common part of like all of their items. And Dota very uh. deliberately left out cooldown reduction and then centralized it at first into one item and then into one yeah. item plus some RNG. They played around with it in some talents, but they were very selective about how much and who could have cooldown reduction. And I think it's for the exact reason that you're noticing, which is when you can cast your spells more and your entire game is about either clicking stuff or casting spells, and the people that can click stuff also like to cast their spells, turns out casting spells more often and not dying and being able to just keep doing it over and over again with your big health pools, it makes yeah. it a lot easier to play, but also like you just do more. And in some cases, that 25%, like, I mean, Dark Willow's the perfect example of this. The reason why that hero, and something that a lot of people didn't do that Shiro did do, is they missed the Octarine. He didn't go attack speed right yeah. away. He went Ogonims into Octarine because he wanted to make sure that he had the least amount of downtime with his W. So as long as he was in that Shadow Realm, he was able to just blitz out damage. And then there was only about two seconds where he could actually be hit by anything. Then he got a uh, spell prism, reduced that by another twelve percent, <laughs> and it was like a point eight window where you could do it. Eight. It was ridiculous, and someone pointed did out. Did you see the one? With, did you see the one with the wind waker where he was untargetable for the entire? Yes. It was 100% yeah. Uptime exactly. He's like, why do I care about attack speed if I'm just never? No one can ever target me. I can attack as slowly as I want, but I'm just never going to be damaged ever. It's insane. And someone pointed out that if you get someone to get one of the ancient creeps that also has a cooldown aura, you can have literally oh. zero downtime. Like, it's just 0. 0.00. Well, I guess, guess I'm doing that. <laughs> and it's funny because, like, people are complaining about Dark Willow. Like, oh, all these Dark Willow carries my pubs. They suck. And because they're not Shiro. Yeah. And I'm thinking, like, I'm not used to playing with Praetor. And, like... Dark Willow is like, oh, cool, we get to win this game because he's going to get 31 kills. <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. So then I thought maybe it'll be like a benefit for us because opponents will be like, oh, it's one of these Dark Willow idiots. And then he's just playing it totally different in his jump up and I may have made a mistake play style. Yeah, even the little bedlam change they made where you can now target your fairy on an ally instead yeah. of just having go around you, it fits perfectly in this meta because most of the things that are going in are your threes and your twos, and that's your earth spirits, your spirit breakers, your centaurs, yeah. just someone that's going to be standing on top of them for you while you just stand back and do your thing. So it works great with carry, even better with support, but it's really cool to see that hero come back in such a big way. Yeah, I had a lot of fun playing Primal Beast. Uh, at the Bob International, it's a fun hero. I don't know if we, I don't know if we won all the games, but like you're just doing stuff all the time. Mm -hmm. You feel unkillable. You just feel like I mean, a big yeah, beefy I, dude. I, I managed to overcome that. Really. <laughs> <laughs> you found a way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> no, but it's it's like you're just like doing stuff all the time. Yeah. Like that absurd twenty eight second cooldown on the ultimate, right. and like. Were you Just buying Octarine? Were you lowering the cooldown so you could do them more? Oh, probably. I would buy the the ags and then I would because we, we call it geometry. Aha. Uh -huh. Yeah. Because because on the on the wiki and the Dota 2 wiki page, there's like math <laughs> explaining the waves coming out from the eggs. So I'm like, I don't have, I don't want to have to do geometry to play Dota. Come on, what is this? So we just call it geometry. Yeah. But yeah, the hero was just so fun. Yeah, he made a big impact at TI, too. 
And again, like that's one you just buy a BKB. Hmm? He was banned a lot. Yeah, yeah, Primal was always like first phase banned. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And then Bristle. The Bristle was, is just like a case of like a dumb OP eggs. Yeah, we almost didn't I see know. any Bristle in the later half of the tournament because he was just always banned. He was like yeah. first phase banned constantly. But it was funny because going into that part, it seemed like most teams had figured it out. Like all of a sudden that hero just stopped winning because a lot of people realized either be good and buy break and then just kill him really fast or ignore him and just leave him alone and kill the rest of his team while he's like chasing after you and it's hilarious to watch yeah and there's that weird way that that guy came up with to play it where you don't level bristle back mm-hmm. and level that was one. I, I, when, I think people said that was collapse okay yeah, yeah that's that's the easiest uh, patch note prediction. <laughs> right? Yeah, absolutely. As soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, is anyone not doing this? And you start looking through all the games. You're like, oh, no, everyone's doing this. Okay, they have to nerf this. It's <laughs> yeah, a little overstating. changed. Uh, yeah, and then Dazzle just kept getting first phase banned, and then someone played him. Okay, he made it into was. the finals. He's actually going to be... So at this year's TI, they did this oh, like yeah. glass pane thing, right? And they had the five yeah. heroes that won last year's tournament, which I kept looking at them, and I couldn't figure out why they chose those five until someone explained oh, it. Yeah. But if they do that again next year, which they always do something to immortalize the five heroes that won the last game, we got us an offlane Spirit Breaker, a mid-Dazzle, a carry Chaos Knight. Like, it really is just the meta. I think there's a Grimstroke in there. Oh, good. That's going to be a good time. So why don't we transition... Um, just to talk a little bit about the Dota, like, more broadly. <laughs> to read the future, I need entries. I guess, like, because we didn't get any hats. Mm-hmm. We got this compendium that no one bought except me. <laughs> um, and, like, Spirit... You know, thank God they won before, mm-hmm. because like two of them could probably upgrade to first class for their flights home with their winnings. Yeah. Um, you know, they got like nothing, and then uh, apparently we're supposed to get a big hat battle pass after this <laughs> at some oh, point. Are we? I guess that's what they said. Oh yikes! And I'm like, well, it's going to be like right then, right? Like Sunday night. Like everyone's going to watch the international, and then they're going to want to play. And then you hook the new players with the your business model, right? Mm-hmm. No, no. I kept hoping Valve would just throw ten million in. Like it just seemed like the right thing to do, or at least five. You know, something. I couldn't <laughs> believe that by the end of the people were saying they're like, yeah, it's like a three million dollar prize pool. It's like, oh, oh my god, doesn't it start at like one point eight? Like yes. Thank yeah. God Spirit won already. Also, if Gaiman won, that also would have been kind of funny. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it would. Like, Quinn, like, finally wins. And then... In title gets, alone. Like, <laughs> yeah. He gets, like, $82. CI. <laughs> just gets a McDonald's gift card. <laughs> you just... Yeah, it, and it's virtual. It's on the McDonald's app. Yeah. It's not even, like, an actual card. Like, you just get free fries with your Big Macs for... <laughs> For two months. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, but, like, what do you think's going on with the game? Like, people are like, oh, did game. I don't know. I mean, there's still people playing. Yeah. I want to, like, I, I 
my wallet was ready. I know. You know? I was, like, oh, I was thankful that, until I saw how bad the prize pool was. But we didn't want to spend a lot of money this year. So the moment we saw right. that they released this version, I like really combed through. It's like there's there's nothing of value here but voice lines. I, all right, all right, that's good enough for us. It's in a the game's in a weird state right now. The change to the map, I think, actually was kind of this like fundamental starting spot for Dota kind of being reborn. Like I know we've literally done Dota Reborn already, but this feels like yeah. Dota's reborn. Because Valve has this tendency to put their games on life support until they're ready to go on to the next thing. And Dota hasn't officially been put onto that life support before. But for the first time, Valve actually communicated with their community, which was incredible. They said, like, this is what's going to happen. They told us there wasn't really going to be much of a battle pass this year. We didn't really know what that meant, but now we do. And they said they <laughs> want to be more focused on content that everyone that plays the game can enjoy, not just the people that can afford it. And I really, from especially from both gamer and developer side, I love that. I think that's beautiful. I think it's a little bit sad that it's affected the pro scene in the way it has, because this was mm. also the year they said that they're ending the DPC or I think it's the DPC, but they're changing yeah. how the tournaments are working altogether. So you can see this entire shift that seems to be happening behind the scenes. And as far as we know, this kind of coincides with the return of Icefrog. Because there was a while where he wasn't oh. working on the game, and it was all kind of hush-hush. It could have been two years, it could have been six months, but we knew there was a, a space where he was actually working with Riot Games for a while. He was working with them on their MMORPG, and at some point, he came back. We don't know if he parted ways intentionally or if he's just done altogether or what. It's Riot, so I'm not too surprised. I do think that they don't have the cleanest way of running games. And having all the power he had before with Dota and then being put on a team, if things weren't working well, I can definitely see why he'd want to come back. But this seems right. like the pace where he's actually really restructuring things and i really think the map changes are the first sign of just how much he's trying to expand on the game because both literally expanded in space but also in how the lanes work and how much cat and mouse there is now with that off lane mm. and carry difference because now you have supports that can freely travel between these two lanes and mess with each other and a much larger space for your carry to be able to hide in for a while which is really interesting so just seeing that get played out at the pro level and then seeing how much it boiled down to certain strategies and play styles, you can tell there's a lot of work that needs to go into really combing through and shaving out a good spot for the game to be back in because it's not quite there at the moment. But we know that it's actually going to get the full support it needs to really let the game go to where it needs to go. But it feels like they're slowly inching it towards life support too. So it kind of feels like it's getting lost in the water. Mm. I want to buy hats. <laughs> <laughs> we all just want hats, man. At this point, you give us some new heroes every once in a while. You give us some hats and we're happy. That's enough life support. Yeah. Yeah, like like if you look at the the player base numbers, I remember I looked at them a little while ago before TI when everyone was like, oh, when they said like no battle pass, and it's like, oh, it did game. And there was like a jump around, you know, TI 5-6, like probably like 4-5-6, but it's like pretty steady since then. 
And it was pretty steady before that. Like, there's still a lot of people playing this game. Yeah, Dota has its core gamers, and at this point, there's no other game that scratches that itch the way Dota does. There just isn't. Oh, no. Nothing feels like Dota. So, now that there's people that know that, and there's people that are really into that game, they'll always kind of leave... There's going to be that ebb and flow, right? They're going to leave, they're going to come back, they're going to have their Mm -hmm. months of playing, and then their months of not playing... But ultimately, like, Dota, it's locked into our hearts. We like Dota. We like it a lot. It's one of the best games that's out there and has been for the last 12 years. Yeah, I mean, I the one thing that worries me uh, now as I'm in client looking at stuff is the fact that you two haven't uh, customized your profile. Hey, she has. Wait, what? She definitely I have. has. I haven't. I, I'm very No, two, two has not. No, so I have not. See, I should just say Bay. <laughs> Bay. Oh, you too have not. Okay. Oh, I have not. And you, yes. comma, too. No, yeah. I I never got into, like, MySpace or anything either. I don't really like customizing stuff all that much. I don't know. I should. I, should. I really like Charlene's. I think hers is adorable. Charlene's yeah. is very good. I just had a lot of fun with emojis or yeah. emoticons. Yeah. yeah, I think my favorite part is obviously, uh, what is it, uh, uh, Marcy on SF's <laughs> head. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Same hero. Same, same energy. Hero. Yeah. <laughs> they play the same. <laughs> they whistle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I am a little because I remember I bought the compendium right, and I bought it just sight unseen. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's compendiums, miss. I'm like, click, click. Yep. Oh, because yeah, you were one of the only people I saw that actually had it. And I was wondering if, if you like looked at it and you're like, yeah, I'd like to support Pro Dota. And I, you're like one of the only people I know that actually likes to play like fantasy leagues. So, yeah. And I got on the top 100 for the second nice. phase. Yo, nice. let's go. I was, I think the top 100 is actually like 300 and I was like 299. Mm. But I was there. Nice. Um, but and then I, I spent all this time and I still do customizing profiles and customizing all, like i love that right like you could just be as, as stupid as you want and come up with all kinds of funny things uh greg's i think is the best and then i realized that was for everyone <laughs> <laughs> and i was very i was like oh you know i don't mind spending that much money because look at all this fun i'm having i'm like wait the compendium itself i just have some stickers yeah. and some i got the hud it's a nice hud lines? I did, but I'm not that into them. I got, I bought a couple of the talent voice lines. Nice. Who'd you get? I thought some of them were. I got. Oh yeah, I guess we could talk about this. Um, what did I get? I got Sheepstick. Nice. Because uh, uh, I'm a fan, and yeah. she was on our live show when we did that live show. Sheep's great. And she indirectly interacted with me. I bought Moxies because uh, nice. she's in our Discord too, uh, and I think it's a good voice line. Jenkins, of course. <laughs> Dude, oh, we saw we... Jenkins at TI on the first day. His fit was out of control. So we didn't recognize <laughs> Jenkins. We're just we didn't like, realize Who it was him, this dude? cool guy. We knew he was drift. someone Dota related. Like I thought <laughs> yeah. he was maybe one of like the Russian casters or something because he was just lanky and tall and yeah, had no idea. But no, Who's it was this Jenkins. Cool dude. guy. Once he turned yeah. around, we're like, oh my god, dude, I think that's Jenkins. That's Jenkins. <laughs> Our friends got to fist bump him. <laughs> Did you interact with them at all? No. no. We we were there with Slacks, and we were there with Jenkins, but we were, like, off camera in the background while they were doing stuff. Oh. 
Yeah, I know Zach from Fourth Spirit interacted with Jenkins. He did an interview, and he said he's exactly the same. Like, that is exactly him in all interactions. Love it. Love it. <laughs> That's pretty great. Based. Yeah. And then uh, the voice line I like the most uh, that I, I haven't seen a lot of other people have is MLP Dota. Do you know this guy? No. I think he's Mike LePage. He's like, I don't know, Australian or New Zealand or some Commonwealth country. And he does, like, I guess he does, like, some late-night stuff that I end up watching. Like, it, it fits with, like, my work schedule, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I like him. I think he's a good caster. And his voice line is, uh, ha, ha, we don't care. We don't care. <laughs> and it's so good. I don't think I've heard that one. I don't think I've heard that one. I know. Like, That's no great. one has. Like, even when I was, like, busting it out, everyone's like, what, who's that? I was like, MLP, did, you didn't look through and listen to, like, all 150 <laughs> voice lines? Once they came out, looking for monkeys laugh. Now that they're permanent, I do like frog, they're permanent. Yeah. Right after they remove monkeys laugh. Mm. So sorry, I was like, is yeah. monkeys talent? I need to laugh. Did you support any team? Did you guys buy any voice lines? I didn't buy a single thing. We saved all our money. Compendium oh, wise. Yeah, because you spent God knows how much yeah. on those tickets, yep. right? Yeah. <laughs> I spent. Thirty dollars on some chickens and brought them to Bob's house. <laughs> we were actually we were amazed how many people this was their first TI. Like as our first TI, it was the first TI of most people we went with. But even if we just sat next to people, I don't think there was a single person we sat next to on a bus or in the stands or in a line or at a pizza joint that didn't say it was their first time. Everyone just wow, said like it's really finally back in Seattle. It's finally back in the U.S. We all just wanted to go. Like we wanted to have our TI. And we were like, yeah, that's us too. Yeah, okay, cool. That's cool. I think that speaks well for the game. Yeah. Fascinating. All right. Well, two, you definitely have to get on that profile, or at least give me your uh, login credentials so I can. <laughs> that I can do. I, I would love to see you make over my my profile for me. <laughs> the funniest <laughs> Be like thing MTV is like, Cribs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you probably have like Crimson Witness things that I could sell for like eight hundred dollars. <laughs> But, like, no, I'm literally, like, you're going to be like, hey, I want to play a game. Like, no, I'm still editing. And, like, that's the only thing I'm going to do. I'm going to spend six hours editing. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'll turn the keys back over. (laughs) And then, well, no, because, well, we were, because we had Sam Trilling, right? And he didn't bring a computer, so we had to play on other people's computers. And, like, I was terrified that if, like, I forgot my steam password because i actually don't know my steam password <laughs> if i forgot my steam password i'd have to do like a password reset and then i couldn't buy the mm. the battle pass that i thought was coming sunday night so i didn't let him do it <laughs> and then he changed all my settings like my keybinds <laughs> and i was complaining for like an entire game that all my keybinds were wrong but like it's my fault because i wouldn't let him lock in <laughs> Because I just want to... It's just stupid greed. And, like, I could buy the thing after the two-week, you know, market block was removed. Oh, yeah, Charlene's dealing but with no, one of those right now. No, I would need it right away. What? So Charlene's dealing with one of those market blocks right now. She can't sell her Crimson oh, Witness I, stuff. She's very sad about it. Ooh. Yeah, they're just, that's rough. There's this appreciating in value as I wait for Steam to recognize me again as a person. <laughs> Are they... They're depreciating? I don't know. Is that... Uh, I imagine the longer they stay on the market, I feel like they're going to lose value. Uh, I mean, it's it's a market, right? So they could go up. Maybe. They, yeah, there's only... 
they're only ever going to make X many of them. Yeah, maybe. But then, like, God knows. I mean, your point about the we want Dota to be for everyone, not just people who can afford it, again, is like Valve has the data regarding who actually plays and who pays for it. Yeah. And all we know are, like, us, you know, Western whales. Because <laughs> we're all, like, you know, like, WLT skews older, and so we have more expendable income. Mm-hmm. We really and like hats. Yeah, we have yeah, hats before strats, right? I mean, and so we don't really know what they're doing. But also, it's just those incomprehensible decisions that Valve makes. Like, just release more, like, gems, like prismatic gems. It's just printing money. Like, why aren't you doing it? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot like, of old stuff that they've just stopped using. I don't really know why, because it all seems like it'd yeah, be like, a very easy way to make money. They're literally just changing like, the color of something. It's a yeah, slider. Like unusual couriers. Just, like, release another unusual courier. Yeah. People would just, like, drop 40 bucks on it. Oh, drop 20 bucks for stupid monkey's laugh. Just let me have permanent monkey's laugh. <laughs> I already, I spent twenty dollars for monkeys laugh twice. What? Why? I already spent forty dollars on monkeys laugh. Why twice? Because it was not it, permanent. It, it, yeah, it came out first for one team uh, as monkeys laugh, and then it came out for another team. I want to say nouns. That, that uh, makes but it might have been a different one. They just had it as laughter, but it was like the same wave file. Mm. Um, but monkeys wasn't on that team. <laughs> <laughs> but his laugh was. Yeah, He's North and American. so I bought because because naturally, like, oh, we released twenty new teams supporter packs. Like, I sit there listening to sixty voice lines. Oh, yeah, also so shout out to Nouns. Shout out to Nouns for being the final yes. NA team. I, that was <laughs> hype as hell. It was so sad to see them get just like absolutely stomped by Gaiman, even though it was expected. Oh my God, but yeah. like, good for them, man. They beat out Shopify. <laughs> they beat out TSM. That was not the out of those three, not the team I expected to make it so far. Good for them. Way to go, Moo. I like the Witch Doctor offlane. I like the Dazzle offlane. Wish he would have played more of that against Gaiman, but they did their best, and it was better than anyone else in North America, except for Quinn. Yeah, God bless him. I was I was ready to buy, speaking of me trying to buy things and failing. I mean, come on, America. The, uh, they had those new jerseys, the, the Adidas jerseys that they came out mm. with. I don't want to buy a Hector jersey. And I went on the website, and they don't have those for sale yet. Tragic. The quality of the cool team stuff ones. at the arena was not good. We, like, oh, tried really? a few of them. And, like, I literally, I picked up a sweater and just felt it. And it just had that, like, almost crunchy feel to it. And I put it oh, down, yeah. and I, like, told the guy no. And he just laughed. He's like, I don't blame you. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Brutal. <laughs> but the actual event shops, like shirts and sweatshirts, those are better quality. The secret shop stuff was really nice. We both got sweaters, oh, nice. and they're, like, high-quality sweaters. Like, the both the knitwork and the material are really nice. It's, like, like hoodies? Like yeah. sweatshirts? Yeah. Okay. Is sweater, like, a, a Canadian term for Probably. It's, I mean, it's very... We, we flip the terms a lot. Hoodie, sweater, sweatshirt. Yeah, I don't know. I guess my kids. Maybe they use sweater, too. They had lumbar but, uh, support pillows with Dota hero faces. There was a puck one that someone was what? dancing in the background of one of the casts, and it looked so cursed. His face was not what? meant to look like that. I, that's cool. I would support my lumbar. I know, right? Did you see the Chinese secret shop online? No. No. The stuff is so much better. <laughs> 
Yeah, like they really did. Like Chris almost bought some stuff from it from Bob's house, but we're like, I don't want to get on those lists. Like God knows, right? <laughs> like NSA shift supervisor calling you up. But uh, the stuff they had was is really cool. And you know, you have to buy it in like Yuan, and God knows where they ship it. But mm-hmm. it was like like mugs, like coasters, uh, all like they had like a lot more stuff with the the stained glass. Mm. Aesthetic, mm. which we all really appreciated. Okay, if you just had a poster of the stained glass thing, like I would buy that, and then, you know, now you can get a puck uh, butt pillow. But yeah, the Chinese have access to. I saw stained stuff. glass aesthetic technology that we do not, that we lack <laughs> in the West. Um, I I saw stuff like that was on the website that wasn't at the physical shop that mm-hmm. we went to. There is. Hmm. Um, like the stained glass motif on a tote and on a mouse pad. And yeah. the mouse pad, I actually, if it if that existed, I would have thought about it. They had, like, another mouse pad that was a red Dota logo with, I think, like, the heroes kind of in it okay. somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like the mouse pad, the stained glass one, because it would have been, you know, thematic but then it was um rectangular rather than square so. oh yeah. yeah yeah nick brought uh a remarkable artifact it's it's a, a desk mat that's like a mouse pad but it's enormous mm. and it is it's like cartoon art celebrating the retirement of eternal envy i professional remember dog. that oh, yeah i remember he, envy tweeting about this merch <laughs> Yeah, he, he purchased five percent of all of them that had been made. Whoa. Whoa. Wow, Nick, you're a treasure. <laughs> yeah, he, the kid is. But as as is this mouse mat. Yeah, but he fought, uh, he bought five percent of the inventory, and yes, do we know? And they're like, never going to be made again. Do we know how many that is? Uh, he has three. There were sixty, but they're numbered. They're individually numbered by the artist. Oh wow, cool. Uh, I got. God knows why he bought three desk mats. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he brought that, and it took up, and we kept having to push corners of it out of the way <laughs> so our stuff could fit, but it was worth it. Yeah. All right. I think that's probably it for this. Uh... Oh, no, no. There's a new hero. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ringmaster. Ringmaster. Right. Quick little diversion on the new hero. Uh, I was not aware there was a new hero until several days later because I, I think I was driving home when the thing aired. But Ringmaster, what are your thoughts, Charlene? What's your prediction? My prediction is CC Maniac, someone who's just going to be annoying in the fights who can do a lot of stuff. So I think that will place them into like a four or maybe. Could be a mid, depending on how the mid meta goes. What, a new hero being maybe a four or a mid? That's so weird. <laughs> yeah. What? Morta? Who? Although she's yeah, transitioned yeah. into one now. Well, will they buy Octarine? <laughs> if yes. Do they have spells? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bay, what, what's your prediction? Traps and hero control. I think they're going to yeah. introduce some kind of new trap mechanic, which he's had lots of time to balance and figure out now that we've had techies in multiple different flavors. And ah. I think 
there may be a new kind of crowd control coming with this hero that either allows him to control heroes temporarily to make them like attack allies or use their spells or something something about putting them into his circus and making them dance yes i agree i think it's the puppet master yeah the like the mind things for puppet master i think he'll be the puppet master yeah he definitely has that vibe all right one last thing uh just because you brought it up charlene Mm. not (laughs) totally not because i forgot this Muerta 4 business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The whole tournament, I'm like, I, I don't care for this. And it was just like a vibe I had, right? And I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not good at Dota. And then I feel, you know, proven right. <laughs> uh, that, like, on the last couple days, it was just like a death sentence. Like, if you picked Muerta 4, you lost. Yeah, I'm, I'm boxy. Say- or not boxy, uh, uh, whoever is the 4 on... On gaming, Tofu. played it three times yeah. in three short games. I, I think their unwillingness to change that pick was their downfall in the finals. I, I think that's actually a very strong part, and it, he plays it incredibly well. But when you're not willing to change that as one of your opening picks, it completely dictates the kind of heroes and the kind of game you plan to play. And when you know that same style is coming every single time, like you know how to play against it as a really good team like Spirit. Mm. So, no, I, I agree. I, I think it's scary strong in the right hands. I don't like it in my games, either on my team or on the enemy team, but I, I just don't like where to support. Charlene, as a support, mm-hmm. what do you think about... Uh, You've played it a little bit, right? No, that. I haven't played more to Like, almost accidentally, haven't you? Didn't you, like, random it or have to play because of Yam or something and not being able to trade? that would have been a really long time ago and, like, just once. I just remember you getting really excited every time you hit a Q. (laughs) It's pretty exciting. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that, in general, supporting has been, like, quote-unquote easier just because there's less of a... um, a barrier i guess to needing farm to be able to do things right like mm. wards are free and there's the tormentor opportunity of getting shards so i think because of that like if you can find heroes that just rely on like minimal xp and cool slash good spell usage like i think it fits and works so in theory Morta is a great hero because I think there were certain times where the the call like placement of the calling was just critical because you if you get mm. you know that enemy on the edge of that sound there's just silence and it, it can be thought of as an AoE silence I actually think I remember Boxy doing that um in one game I want to say it was against Shopify for some reason I remember just RTZ getting silenced but anyways like <laughs> I like the theory behind the Morta 4 makes a lot of sense, um, but I will admit that stats, it, it seems like when Morta's in the core role, it seems to do better. I also don't know if I'm just thinking about the last few games where you know, Morta obviously didn't get to win. Yeah. yeah. I'm relying entirely on my vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, big vibers here. For it. <laughs> yeah, like if you, you showed me Morta 4, Wraith King 3... I'm unplugging my router. Yeah. <laughs> no. This cannot stand. Yeah. All right. So I think that, I think we've pretty much covered everything. Uh, thank you so much. I, I loved hearing about the TI experience and your roles within it. 
Yatoro. For Yatoro. Yatoro. I thought we'd all do it, and then that would end the episode.